Hey there, and welcome to High Vibe In It. I'm Lindsay Robinson, hypnotherapist and success mindset expert. And I'm Kelsey Aida, inspirational author and blogger slash manifesting expert. And we're best friends who are inspired to create a self-development podcast with a spiritual twist. To us, living a high vibe life is all about creating with intention, prioritizing how you feel, and making empowered choices that support your highest potential. Every week, we're here to help you learn how to live a more aligned, inspired life, start owning your power, and manifest the life of your dreams. Visit highvibeinit.com to connect with us on social media and learn about more ways we can help. And don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform so you never miss an episode. Now, we have a ton of value to offer you today, so let's dive in. Hey guys, welcome back to another installment of High Vibe In It. We are so excited to talk to you today. Um, I'm Lindsay, hypnotherapist and success mindset expert, and I'm here with my co-host as always, Kelsey Aida. She's a manifestation amazing maven, and she's my, I would say, soul sister. Soul sister, bestie. Yeah, girl. Um, and we also have a special, special guest today, Erica Gabriel. She's a spiritual medium, and we are really excited to talk to her today about, of course, what she does, how she does it. And also, because of the timing of this episode, we're going to touch on how to manage anxiety, stress, and what to do while we're all in this together on quarantine, some of us in the other parts of the country, and just, uh, yeah, how to manage all that. So, hi, Erica. Hello. Thank you for having me today. Yeah, we're really excited to talk to you, and I know you're going to have a lot of insight and encouragement um, from yourself and the spirit world. And uh, first, I really want to talk about how you got into this, why you feel, I mean, what kind of called you to do this work, and just really your story. So whenever you're ready, let's hear it. Well, it's so funny because I didn't really get into it. You know what I mean? I was born this way. Like, I love that Lady Gaga song, Born This Way. I'm like, yeah, it resonates, resonates. And I know that's, that that intention of that song is, is a little bit different than probably for someone who talks to dead people, but I'll take it. I'll take the win. Um, but yeah, I was born a medium. I was always a medium. Um, started realizing things were different when I was like around seven and um, moved into a new house with part of my family. And I started seeing and feeling uh, a presence of a little boy. And later my parents found out that a little boy had died on that property. So there I started noticing that there was basically this veil <laughs> between our world and the spirit world. And um, it was lifted for me in a way. Um, so at that point, I always just... Um, thought that I was like haunted. You know what I mean? I didn't know. I'm cursed. I was <laughs> yeah. I was always like, oh my gosh, I'm haunted. Um, but, um, and my life, I mean, my whole life story kind of, you know, it's not a straight path, but was a long, amazing, incredible unfolding journey um, to come to the fact that I was in fact a spiritual medium. And, um, and at that point I started doing readings, like after I realized, oh, okay, I'm a medium. Um, I started doing readings two weeks later. I was living in Los Angeles. I had a bungalow like right off of Melrose and people started knocking on my door. So now I've been doing readings for 12 years, 12 and a half years. I've been doing readings professionally and I've read for thousands of people all over the planet, all over the world, every walk of life. Um, worked with, um, worked with police on, um, on cold cases, um, done some really just amazing things. And, and, um, you know, I'm a, I'm a medium. So the way I see myself is a straw. 
So someone is open to receiving information for the spirit world. They really do pull it through me. Um, I'm not like creating anything or doing a seance or... See, now I'm intrigued about the police stuff because mm -hmm. on our... And I'll save it for the Patreon, but I actually have one story of my life where I really do feel like I probably should have called the police station based on visions and feelings I was having. And I, I, I don't really consider myself like a medium as you would. I, I don't... And there's a reason why, but I'll save it for the Patreon because we have to talk about that. That's pretty cool. Um, but that's really awesome that, you know, I, and you know, you hear it all the time. People that are mediums always were mediums. They were never like, yeah, I just decided to work out this muscle one day. <laughs> like, Not me though. Well, and that's true. Kelsey had it like an awakening. Um, she's always like expanding and contracting and expanding and contract. She's, I've never seen anything like the kind of growth that she's going through and has probably her whole life. She's definitely called on this planet to do some crazy work great work. Sorry. Crazy. Not crazy. Crazy. Great. <laughs> um, but a lot of people are really just born with it. Now, when you were seven, you know, you said that, that that's when it started happening. Do you see, do you feel, do you smell what kind mm -hmm. of First of all, to what to what you were saying about Kelsey, like, you know, everyone is an intuitive. Everyone's intuitive. And yeah. how you choose to use that is up to you. So the only reason why I can read for people is because I'm listening into something that's already there. Yeah. So again, I'm not doing a seance. I don't put things on people or I don't go fishing in the spirit world or nothing like that. Right. When I read for people, and this may help you, Kelsey, also just if you're going through, you know, an awakening or transformation or you're basically waking up is what I call it. Um, and you know, layers and your vibration is changing. The way I can explain working with spirit is like when you get in your car and you turn on the radio, there's a million stations on there. Mm -hmm. And then you turn the dial into the station you want to hear. You don't create the stations. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, they're already there. So like when I read for someone, um, I am tuning in with their permission to their already existing station connection, beautiful connection to the spirit world. They're mm -hmm. already with their loved ones who've crossed over. They're already with their amazing spirit guides, their angels, their animal spirits. And they're giving me permission to tune in and create a sacred space that I can hear those messages that they want them to hear. So it's almost like you're a translator for people right. that might not know how to translate for themselves. Yeah, but what it means is, is that we are all already connected to spirit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what you choose to do with that is up to you. So it doesn't mean you have to be a medium, right? You could be um, an intuitive. You can use these tools um, to be intuitive in your own life or with your kids. You know, maybe you get drawn towards other types of healing arts. Maybe, you know, there's all kinds of ways we can work with spirit, but we are, are all, we are already all connected to spirit. That's a tongue twister for you. But, uh, <laughs> I know. Save that. Say that. Yeah. Times fast, say that but, 10 times fast. yeah. That makes a lot of sense because like for me personally, um, I have like really intense like channeling abilities. So that has manifested into like some mediumship and some um, like conversations with people have passed on the other side, relatives of mine or other people's relatives or friends, family or whatever. And I guess I just never really saw that as my like most contributional way to use the gifts. So I use my right. channeling abilities for writing books and doing this podcast and blah, blah, blah. And I think it's important for us to say like, use it in the way that excites you the most. Like, I think yeah. it's so cool that I can talk to dead people, but I'm, I'm not like, oh, I, that just excites me like writing a book does, you know? So it's like, use your intuition to follow your highest excitement. And for you, that is 
um, connecting with people on the other side to help people that are here. Obviously, it helps them a lot. Mm-hmm. I would say anybody's intuitive abilities really comes through when they feel the most authentic. So like I would have never called, you know, back in my retail days, I <laughs> think I've always had moments where I'll get those like what people call divine downloads and I'll say words that I know didn't originate with me, but are exactly what's needed to be said in that moment. Right. And I do that all the time with my clients and I know when it's coming, I'm like, okay, I'm going to say something to you because I really feel like I need to say it. And then I feel like I always have to preface it with like, I'm not a psychic or anything, but it's coming through and I need to tell you this. Um, but now that I've like really, I guess, stepped into what I know to be my true path and my calling, it's so much more natural for those things to happen. Would you agree with that? Yeah. I mean, I think it's different for everyone. And I don't, you know, I think, you know, especially as women, like we are so intuitive. You probably mm-hmm. are, da- you know, you're downloading and working with your guides. I would say, especially like people that are just kind of coming into this you know, especially you're saying you're connecting with loved ones and you're hearing this information. I would just say to you, yes, of course. And, and spirit is for everyone, but I think it's important to be mindful that there are all kinds of layers and levels of the spirit Mm -hmm. world. And so if you are going to start delivering messages, especially as someone that people are looking to like your clients, you want to be super mindful that you are being specific with who you are speaking with. So that you're downloading information from the places you want to download information from. So for an example, when I first opened as a medium, it was like, okay, I hear all these voices. I see all these people. Um, Is this, who am I talking to? You know what I mean? And sometimes, you know, especially when you're just starting to open that door, you may be connecting with a haunting or something like that, you know, and not in a negative way or scary way, but that may not be what you want to connect with. You know, you want to make sure that you are in deep with your angels and with your high, high vibration spirit guides. And it is through them that you work with. Interesting. So it's very important because some people are like, I feel all this information. I want to help people. I want to talk to people. I want to give them information from the spirit world. I'm like, Mm -hmm. who are you talking? Who are you talking to? And they're like, I have no idea. And I'm like, I feel like with me, it's more of like, like, um, not your really advice because I don't. It's your higher it, self, isn't exactly. it? Exactly. Yes, yeah, exactly. That's what I got when you were talking. I'm like, oh, she's working with like her own high priest. That's now. exactly how I would describe totally. it. Totally. Because so I don't feel like it's a. I've never really felt like I could connect with beings. You know, like even my spirit guides. As much as I desperately want to, I see them communicating to me in signs and symbols and things like that. But and I'll talk to them. But I've never really been able to, or maybe I just haven't practiced enough. Like have that connection to them in a way that I feel like other people describe, but I know when they're talking to me. If so cool. Sounds weird. Yeah, I love that. And like <laughs> what you're saying is like, when you're working with clients, like you said, to answer your question, you're on your right path. You're in your power. Yeah, yeah. You're in your power. You're doing what you're here to do. And what's so cool about that is like, and then you feel clarity. It's called clarity. That's, when you're, thank you. It's called clarity. You're not channeling like a haunting or something. No, you're, getting, no. you're in your power. You're in your space and you're getting clarity. And that's a beautiful thing. And what you're doing is you're quieting the mental chaos and you're connecting with yeah. your own intuition. And that's a beautiful thing. And it's so much and easier when I can be objective to other people's stuff. But when I try to do it for myself, it's so, yeah. it's like 20 times harder. Right, Kelsey? Right. We've had lots of conversations about that. No, but, and, and what I was saying about other people that maybe are tapping into different things, I would just suggest just for our, you know, the people listening, yeah. if you're feeling this and you're, you are getting messages and stuff, 
you know, before you want to go out and deliver those messages, you know, just connect with your own guides and make sure you're working with your high, high guides. And that's where the information is coming from. That's what I was saying. Like with that is like, you know, um, you want to make sure you're aligned before yeah. you share that with others. Kind and of. what's like interesting. In a good way. You know yeah. what I mean? Like and you have to be super intentional, like how you said, with yeah. what types of energies are Correct. connecting with. Um, I love that you said that. That is very clarifying. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that Lindsay is like um, really just like in her power and gets this amazing um, clarity when she's working with clients. That's so cool. Yeah. I mean, that's exactly how it feels. Um, shoot. I was going to say something about that too. Oh, what's really funny about that coming from a spiritual medium is that we, we touched on it, we circled around and then we touched on it again. So I know without a doubt, someone is listening to this that really needs to hear that because it would not come up in the way that it did if it wasn't completely important for someone to hear. So thank you for saying that. 100%. And you have, you know, people that may be drawn to this podcast are like, oh, a medium. I'm having medium stuff happen. What's this chick going to tell me? So yeah, whenever I do podcasts or anything, um, it's always, they're always different and they're always, you know, what comes out and what comes through is what's meant to come through, you know, and examples I use, even people be like, why did you use that example? I have a red car. I'm like, that's why, you know, spirit is working with (laughs) everyone with a red car is freaking out right now. (laughs) Red car, red car, red car. But, but totally, it's like, listen, you know, this is, this is why, why do this, right? You're yeah. we're, we're helping people, we're connecting people with this specific information about mediumship, about connecting to higher power, spirit, whatever you want to call it. And it's a beautiful thing. What kinds of boundaries or protections do you make sure that you put up just when you're, when you kind of, I don't know if it's like a switch for you, but when you're not in reading mode, how do you, what kind of understanding do you have that messages shouldn't or couldn't come through? Yeah. So when I'm not reading, um, I basically would say that (laughs) people are like, how do you turn it off? I'm like, it's always, or how do you turn it on? And I'm like, it's always on. It's like a radio that's always on. I'm always connecting to spirit. I'm always with spirit. Um, but I do work with visuals because I'm a very visual learner. I had a really hard time in school. Um, so I work with doors. I work with bubbles. I work with lights and I can explain, Mm -hmm. um, I close the door. I have a door that's closed. And when I open to read for someone, I open the door and I look and see who's waiting to connect with them. But I do that. I do a sacred ceremony first to make sure the door is protected, to make sure me and the person are protected, to make sure we have clear intentions about what we're doing. I seal out negativity. I seal out psychic debris. I seal out any confusing messages. And then I open the door um, to their team specifically. I tune into their radio station. I don't open to the entire spirit world. That's amazing. I I have extremely intense boundaries. I love that you said the word boundary. Um, Mm -hmm. And my family jokes, they're like, oh, Erica and her boundaries, because it does bleed (laughs) over into my regular life. But um, without boundaries, without intentions, you're in chaos. Yes. And you're basically kind of just opening up to the entire spirit world. I've opened to the entire spirit world before. It effing sucks. I don't know if you can curse on your show or not. But Totally. Uh, oh, great. It fucking sucks. <laughs> like, you're just like, oh my God, I'm so scared. This is like a horror movie. This sucks, you know? So, so when you say the whole them. spirit world, do you mean like good and bad spirits? Do you believe in you bad know, spirits? You know, like people always ask me that. Um, do I believe in bad spirits? I mean, 
I think there's all kinds of energy. And yes, I do believe that there is an unbelievable, powerful surge of negative energy on this planet. And I also believe there's a massive surge of positive energy on this planet. And for me, I choose to put my intentions, my focus, my heart, my work, everything into the light-filled positive energy. Mm-hmm. And I think the more you focus on negative energy or watch super scary movies or you know all these things, the more you feed it and the more it grows. Of course, there's negativity in the world. Of course, there's stuck energy or very rarely, guys, do people not make it to spirit. So very rarely do I go somewhere and there's like literally a person standing there that's stuck. <laughs> like I mean? in that show that I used to love. What is it? Uh is it Ghost Whisper? The one with Jennifer there, Love Hewitt where yeah. she puts them into the light. Have you seen that? Ghost show? Whisper. Mm-hmm. I you know what? I haven't really watched that, although I know that James Van Prague helped produce it and I really love him. I've seen him live many times. I think he's a great medium and a truly um honest and and lovely human. But um but yeah, I mean, it, it's rare that I see that. Um, maybe there are people that work strictly in, you know, assisting people into the light. And that's awesome. That's definitely, yeah. I used to do house clearings. I hated it. Um, <laughs> I was really, really good at it because I am a white lighter and a positive person. I was really good at it and I'm strong. I'm like a strong person. So uh, I, I couldn't I, tell. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I was really good at it, but I was like, I hate this. Mm-hmm. I was too scared. Like I, I got scared. I like I knew nothing could hurt me, harm me, or touch me. But um, I was like, this sucks. I want to do you know readings to help people. Absolutely. Um, but yes, of course. If I open to the what what happens when you unintentionally open to the spirit world is whatever's around is gonna come hopping in. Just like if you use a Ouija board. See, Lindsay. Well, Lindsay look, don't fuck with, with those. That it's fun, and I tell her, don't no. fuck with that shit. Okay, don't they are me. they are fun, but I will say I haven't had one since high school, and I feel like everybody like if if that's the worst thing I was doing in high school, I think I'm pretty good. Okay, yes, that means you're a good girl. <laughs> <laughs> good but curious. I was very curious, but I was I told Kelsey and probably said it on the show before. Like I used to hang out in graveyards and try to figure out how people died because we had this really old library in my town in Michigan where they had like old archives, right? So I would like go read the newspaper and then try to find them in the graveyard. (laughs) I had weird extracurricular activities. What can I say? Which is kind of what brought me here. I wouldn't be sitting here if I wasn't there you that go. Exactly. We're in a little weirdo that we all love. A little weirdo. <laughs> I'm super weird. So I don't, I mean, I don't think that's weird at all, but like that's me. You know? yeah. Right? Totally. <laughs> totally. What do you think, Kels? Is it time for a read? Let's do it. Let's okay. talk about Kopari because I'm just loving it. We love Kopari. So Erica, have you ever heard of CBD? Oh yeah. Do you oh, use yeah. it? You're going to love this then. Oh, okay, yeah. So Kopari is organic, vegan, premium grade coconut oil, uh, beauty products, CBD products. We want to talk about the creams and deodorants. It's amazing. It is the same attention to ingredients that makes their CBD line the one to trust. It is the only full spectrum CBD whole plant powder on the market combined with their famous coconut oil for maximum absorption and ultimate nourishment. Um, I really love the deodorant because it just smells amazing and it actually works. It's got... Uh, kind of like a lavender coconutty smell and it's really really amazing it's got I love that it's natural because I just up until recently was nursing exclusively so that's really important that I don't want to be putting weird stuff in my body for my baby or myself Um, so I really love it Um, Kelsey what do you like about it 
I mean, I love the CBD um, body calm cream. I use it on my hands in the winter and it works really well. Um, it's just lightweight, non-greasy, absorbs really well into the skin. And like I always say, when we talk about Kopari, the skin is one of the most absorbent organs mm -hmm. in your body. So it's a great way to take in CBD. So through these lotions, they have a recovery balm, they have a deodorant. Your armpits are actually one of the most absorbent parts of your body. Um, Take care of a, your armpits. Yeah, this is a great way to get some CBD into your system. Um, a little plant helper friend to help you relax, especially in these crazy, crazy times. It's always good to have tools that are beneficial yeah. to your well-being. So Kopari's products are really awesome. They work great. And if you go to koparibeauty.com slash vabin, you know it's vabin because that's always our code. <laughs> or we, we at least try to always make that the code so you guys don't get confused. You'll get 15% off all CBD products right now. So that's well, Kopari. So, sorry, koparibeauty.com slash vibin, but this might matter to some of you that it's not THC, it is only CBD. So the coconut CBD products will not get you high, just soothe you and calm you with some of nature's biggest power players paired to perfection. Once again, koparibeauty.com slash V-I-B-I-N. Sorry, I just wanted to make sure for people that care. Because yeah. some people always equate THC with CBD and that's definitely not always the case. Yeah, so. and it's kopari with a K, guys. So K O P. A-R-I-Beauty.com slash vibin. They're going to love how many times we said that code. <laughs> <laughs> it's like seven times. Okay. So we'll um, just keep rolling with our combo. What were we talking about before this? We're talking about mediumship and all things connecting with spirits. So Erica, I'm wondering, do you have any pointers for our listeners who want to connect more deeply with spirit? Maybe that's in the form of connecting with their higher selves, or maybe that's in the form of connecting with um, someone who's passed. What are some of the daily things that they can do to start upping their intuitive game? Well, I would say if you are, you know, there's so many, you know, everyone's at such different places, you know what I mean with yeah. this. So what I would say is just kind of like a blanket thing for everyone, no matter who you are, even for myself, you know, as I yeah. continue on my path, um, I'm going to say work with tools or discover or find the tools that move you from your head to your heart. Mm. That is how you work with spirit work with intuition. So find the thing for you that quiets the mind and just start there because that could take five years. It could take 10 years. It could take two days. Yeah. You know what I mean? But that right there is a larger, it's a huge, huge, huge idea. But what I always tell people is when you find the thing that assists you in quieting your mind and it cannot be scrolling on your phone or watching Netflix or drinking, sorry. Um, but, uh, but what I would say is when you find the thing that quiets the mind, um, you are basically building a safe haven within yourself that you can go to and you can work with your guides there. So like for an example, if you find that yoga, I'm going to use yoga just as an example, guys, okay? But if you use yoga as your way where you're able to just totally get into this calm mental headspace, right? Every time you do yoga, you put a brick on a house, right? And then you do it again. Then you put another brick and a brick and a brick and a brick. And you're building this amazing house. And when you're having a chaotic moment or a scary day or you're, you're having chaos or you're uncertain about something and you're like, what do I do? What do I do? Go within, go into the house that you built because you know what it feels like to have that calmness inside you. Go into that house, take some deep breaths, and there you can meet your guides or you can work with your intuition. 
right? So meaning you really wanting to create this connection with self that you can go to a quiet, quiet space that you can go to where you feel calm and where you can listen to your inner voice, your guides, your intuition, whatever you want to call it. So I would say that for everyone, work with quieting the mind and whatever that is for you, it's different for everyone. Like I said, yoga, some people walk in nature. Um, I work with sound therapy. I drum. Um, I do meditation. I do yoga. Um, I have all kinds of tools that I use. And sometimes I need to switch up the game a little bit because my I'm very stubborn. So, so yeah. sometimes my mind is like, no, sorry, we're going to be crazy mental chatter. Nice try. <laughs> try something else. So Not today. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think that the only way to quiet your mind is sitting down and saying om and meditating for two hours. Like I think that can be so daunting for people. Um, they're just like, I don't even know how to do that. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Um, so just try like, you know, another great tool that I tell people is like, try setting an alarm on your phone for every hour that you're awake. And when that alarm goes off, you close your eyes and you take five cleansing deep breaths, breathing in through your nose and then out through the mouth. And when you do that, you fill up your lungs, you really close your eyes, you drop your shoulders, you relax your face, you unclench your jaw and just take five deep breaths and see yeah. how that feels every hour on the hour and see if you feel more grounded and see if you're able to connect with self a little better. You know, our minds, our bodies, our spirits, we are, it is one, you guys, we're in a triangle, mind, body, spirit, there's no separation. So if your mind is going into total chaos, um, you know, that's going to start to come out in the body temple. You know yeah, what I mean? And that's why to go ahead. Sorry. Finish your thought. No, or, or maybe your mental health is suffering. You know, it all reacts to each other. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's why I kind of like to encourage people to use their body as like a hack to quiet the rest of themselves and connect with the heart. Because like when you untangle your nervous system, you can hear the whispers better. Like it, you're always receiving information, but maybe there's not enough quiet time to receive it or you're too stressed out you're not a vibrational match to the clarity that we we're talking about so like what are some physical ways that you can untangle and unravel your nervous system maybe you need to take a nap maybe it helps to go to the gym maybe it helps to walk in the park like like you said it's different for everybody but you can use the body as like a hacking device to get to your calm it doesn't always have to be like controlling your thoughts because some people Correct. find that so hard to do so start in the way that feels the best to you and then go from there. Correct. Yep, absolutely. Work with the body to get to the mind or work with the body to get to the spirit. Or sometimes you have to work with the mind to get to the body. Lindsay, yeah. right? Right? Oh, I yes. Mean, that's your whole thing, right? That's my so whole like, thing. Right. So it, just think of it as a triangle. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? And, and everything, it, it, it's, it's all one. If you want to work with one side to get to the others, that's, that's amazing. Yeah. yeah. I love how Kelsey used the word hack when really it's like the OG way. <laughs> yeah. Like it's not like looked, some new thing that I just made we, up. <laughs> we've looked for everything outside of ourselves and that's pretty much true for everything, right? We always look for it on the outside of ourselves, but really we are equipped when we are born to do, it's a built-in hack, as you would say. It's a built-in um, thing that we have and all we have to do is remember that we have it. That's it. Like it sounds so complicated, but it's really just like, remember the, br right. the breath, especially like those deep breaths you were talking about trigger. It's the natural body's response or the body rather naturally responds to the breath and tells it to calm down. Like it is the natural way for us to be like, okay, I can just take a minute here. Like we already have it. It's built in. You can try to fight it, but try to take a deep breath and not calm down. It won't happen. So it's like, it's going to happen. Um, 
it doesn't have to be so complicated. Not that you, you definitely weren't making it complicated. I'm just saying like, guys, remember we are, e- we're built in miracles. Like we can do, we can do it. Yeah. I love that. And especially now, like, I don't know, what do you, what do you say? Should we go into some like managing? I feel like it's the perfect segue to go into like the climate right now, social climate, news climate events, and just figure out ways for us to cope. Especially a lot of us are housebound. A lot of us have kids. A lot of us have older people that we're close to that we're worried about. There's a lot of, um, stuff going yeah. on, right? And not just any way to cope, but some beneficial ways to cope. Yes. Thank you for clarifying. People are going to cope with alcohol and sex and yes. whatever they want to cope with, but those are all coping mechanisms. But what we're specifically yeah. talking about are beneficial ones that are going to be sustainable for you. <laughs> sustainable yeah. coping for your, for your highest good. Yes. yes. Totally. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so a couple of things that I've been working with right now is like, number one, I would say um, acknowledge. So like a lot of people are like feeling panic, feeling upset, feeling really bad. And they're just like, oh, I can't feel that. Oh my gosh. Oh my, you know, they're really judging their reactions. So I would yeah. say number one, create space and love for yourself. Acknowledge how you're feeling. You don't have to stuff your feelings down. Right. Um, but the idea is to acknowledge your feelings, love yourself through it, create space to possibly bring in some other feelings, right? So let's do this in a loving way instead of like yes. I'm freaking out, ah, don't say that and try and shove it down or acknowledge your feelings and get completely swept away in the wind with panic, right? It will not help. Yeah. It will not help. So the idea is to acknowledge and then go, okay, I'm acknowledging I'm feeling these things. Let me bring in some other thoughts that feel better to try and assist myself and create space for myself for more love and more peace and more calm in this situation. Like I would, I would implore you to kind of talk to yourself in that way, in a way of love. You know what I yeah. mean? Kind well, way. and I think a lot of people right now, like I'm fighting these thoughts as well. Like you, you want to make sure you're aware of everything going on because you don't want to be caught off guard. You know, you don't want to be like, oh, la la, everything's fine. And then it's not fine. The fact is a lot of people don't know how to feel right now. Right. There's Right. It's, it's uncertainty. And so that yeah. is basically this call to release control, right? Right. Yes. So focus on what you can control. Mm-hmm. You can and control- don't go buying all the toilet paper and hand sanitizer. Okay. <laughs> I'm so upset about this because there are people who really need it and there's people just sitting on it. If you have more than you need, please donate it to a hospital. Please donate it to an old folks home. Like I don't always stand on a pedestal or maybe I do. You'll have to ask Kelsey. I don't know. But this is important and it really irritates me that people are taking this moment of panic to completely think about themselves. I hate it. Don't do that. We are in this together. Okay. That's all I'm going to say. Sorry. (laughs) <laughs> oh no, I'm just listening. Yeah. Get it. Get it, girl. Ugh. Put it out anyway. there. So um, yes, these are these are gonna be ways uh, to, you know, really center because I think we can't think straight if we're not centered. We can't think straight and with clarity. If we're swept in the panic, uh your instinct might be to panic. I'm worried about the people close to me and my kids thankfully aren't really in that much harm, but things are shut. Now, do you think things are shutting down because people are panicked or do you think things are shutting down in an abundance of like safety caution to prevent others who are at risk from getting sick? 
I mean, I'm I'm not a scientist, right? So I don't right. know. Let's disclaim but, that real quick. Uh, I'm like, I'm not a scientist. I could definitely help you with energy tools, how to stay calm. But um, but no, they're trying to flatten the curve, you guys. Less people that have it better. Exactly. You know? They're trying to flatten the curve. If you can stay home, stay home, you know? Um, they're trying to flatten out the curve and so that our healthcare system is not inundated with tons and tons and tons of people because that's overwhelming. Um, so, you know, be respectful, be responsible, wash your hands and stay home. Don't freak out. (laughs) I think it's schedule. (laughs) Yeah. You were just talking about a really cool schedule that you have. So I'm going to have to hit you up for that, but yes, but just, um, I was saying just, you know, acknowledge your feelings because people are upset and don't get swept away. I would also say remove triggers. So if you are waking up and looking at every single ping you're getting on the phone, you're probably going to not feel super great throughout the day. So maybe check right. on the news like once or twice a day. Of course, you want to be informed, but there's a lot of chaos in the media. I'm not judging the media. I have friends in the media. I love them. They're amazing people that work so hard. But if you're looking at 50, 60 articles a day about this person dying and your town is it's coming to you and the, it's really creating a lot of mayhem, maybe that's not trigger a trigger for you, but if it is, stop. <laughs> well, so, and fun fact, I, I'm sure I say this in almost every show, but your subconscious is the most receptive the 30 minutes after you wake up and 30 minutes before you go to bed. It is beginning to go into that state of unconscious sleep and it has to pass through subconscious first. So if that's the first thing you're looking at when you wake up, you're basically setting yourself up for, you know, emotional, <laughs> Uh, discomfort throughout the day unless you you'd have to work like three times as hard to get back into a good state of mind if you were to just go and look up good news or if you were to go and you know play with your kids or eat a healthy breakfast and feel good about that first have your coffee feel good and then if you need to but yeah don't do it first thing for sure it's never a good idea so my recommendation for people when they wake up is um, that you, when you wake up and you realize you're waking up, leave your phone, don't touch it, yeah. stay in bed. You can even pretend you're still asleep. And what you're going to do is go into your gratitudes before your feet hit the ground. Yes. So meaning you're going to call out, out loud or quietly or in your own mind, 10 things you're grateful for. So like it can be, it doesn't have to be epic. It can be, I'm grateful for this pillow. I'm grateful for the health of my family. I am so grateful for um, the food we have in our fridge. I'm grateful for that our fruit bowl is full. Um, I'm great, you know, whatever it is, 10 things you're grateful for. So what that does is it immediately raises your vibration and puts you in a different vibe level. And it immediately puts you in an attitude of gratitude and then go forward with your day. And if you start to feel chaos or upset throughout the the day, go back to your gratitudes, Mm -hmm. go back to the things you can control, ground down into the things that you're super grateful for. And it really, really helps you guys. So find tools. I would also say work your tools. So what I'm noticing is like people that love to exercise, that's being taken away. So they don't have that outlet. People that love to meditate, they're feeling really upset. So they're not meditating, you know, all these different things. I would say if you have a tool that you use that assists you in your normal life for feeling good, work that tool, don't give it up. So if you don't have your gym, download a free class on, on, you know, on YouTube, like work your tools that you have, don't abandon them. Yeah. That's beautiful. I love that. Yeah. There's so many resources for being at home, you know, grocery delivery, you know, gym apps, like you mentioned, I, I don't, I've never gone to the gym. So I'm like the queen of any app you want on exercising. I can help you 
I know where they are. (laughs) And there's meditation apps. Yeah. And there's, I mean, there's all kinds of stuff. Our smartphones are going to be really, they can be our closest ally or they can be our biggest enemy. So decide. Good call. Good call. Yeah. Yeah, And speaking of tools to help you stay grounded and raise your vibration, we want to talk about Beat Elite real quick because this is a really um, awesome, it's basically a powder form drink. So you mix it with water and it's really helpful to extend your endurance during a workout, um, promote energy and stamina, and also it helps to distribute the oxygen efficiently throughout the body. So even if you're not exercising really rigorously right now, like you would be, um, oxygen is never a bad thing to have more of in the body. Oxygen yeah. is the way that you deliver light particles everywhere. So like we were talking about with breathing, um, this is just another tool that you can have in your back pocket. So when I'm working out, I like to take Beat Elite, but even if I'm just going to walk around the park or um, do like a lot of breathing exercises, like I feel like the oxygen um, efficiency powers of the drink are still helpful. So even during this time, if you're not going to the gym, it's still a great way to um, support yourself. So Lindsay, what do you like about Be Elite? Because I know you said you don't love exercising, but I know you no. like Be Elite. Because I do. I do actually, as surprised as I am that I do. It <laughs> tastes amazing. That's That was the first thing I noticed. It, it mixes really well. There's not a lot of the grainy stuff going on, which I know a lot of powder drinks have that going on. It's smooth. And I made my husband taste. I was like, you have to taste this. He goes, no, it's from Beats. I was like, seriously, taste it. And he <laughs> loved it. It tastes like, he said it tastes like Starburst and I have to agree with him. Um, yeah, like she said, I don't really enjoy working out, but I did for, I did pretty consistently for a couple months. And I noticed that when I drank Beat Elite before and when I didn't drink it, I definitely noticed the difference. So it, it doesn't, when I drink it, I don't get tired as often. I feel like it's much more enjoyable for me if that's weird to say, but it totally made me feel more into it, what I was doing. And I just felt better afterwards. So guys, it's a really good idea to just try this. And we actually have an easy way for you to try it because if you want to try this and take your game to the next level with Beat Elite, go to livehuman.com slash vibin and get 20% off your first order. Once again, that's L-I-V-E-H-U-M-A-N.com slash V-I-V-I-N and get 20% off your first purchase. You got nothing to lose and it's amazing. Yay for beats. (laughs) Notice how I didn't say it's really cool. Good job. Thank you. <laughs> That's what I always say after every read. Oh, it's really cool. But I, I think it is really cool. I mean, you mean it, so it's fine. Yeah, I totally mean it. Okay. <laughs> so you mentioned something, Erica, just to jump back in real quick, about um, intuition versus anxiety. Can you say more about that? Oh, totally. Yeah. Like you're um, – you know, intuition and anxiety, both, I always tell people feel completely, completely different in the body temple. So if you connect in with your body and how you're feeling, you will know which is which. So like, um, uh, anxiety is basically like we are living in the past or we're living somewhere in the future and our body that we're, that's in the present is like, starts to freak out. You know what I mean? Like, we're like, I can't control that. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. So I would say number one for people suffering with anxiety, which is a lot of people um, work with getting yourself in the present moment immediately. So like just 10, you know, five things you can feel, five things you can smell, five things you can touch, like just get grounded. You know what I mean? Um, 
get grounded, find, you know, look at the chair, touch the chair, get yourself in the present moment. I know that sounds weird, but, um, or start stretching your body, feel yourself in your body, just get in the present, present moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and anxiety feels a lot like chaos. You know what I mean? It's, it's, there is this um, fear happening. Intuition is actually a really calm, gentle vibration. Yeah. And so it just feels very, very different. But what happens is when we're feeling overwhelmed with anxiety, for an example, like I can't uh, do blank, right? Uh, We're going like, oh my gosh, I feel so strongly that I can't do blank. Is that my intuition telling me that something terrible is going to happen? Right. You know, it doesn't usually work like that. It's usually a calming, knowing, a calming voice, and it would be something productive. It wouldn't freak you the heck out, I promise. (laughs) Well, exactly. And we say on the show, intuition feels expansive. Anxiety feels contracting. So it's like you you want to feel expansive. Like even if it does make you a little nervous, it's simply because it's it's unknown, but it still feels expansive. Does that make sense? I like it. Yeah, I like it. I like it. So if that makes sense to people listening, pay attention to if you're feeling expansive or yeah. When you're moving in the right direction, it's going to feel like relief. So let's mm-hmm. say if you're in a painful relationship and ne- like I knew you were going to say this feel good, but leaving doesn't feel good, but yeah. feels like more relief. Maybe it's not the clarity, the amazing answer that you wanted, but if your intuition yeah. is telling you to go and you find some sense of relief in that, then it's probably your time to go. Right, I, w- right. I would say the only time I found relief in the hard thing to do is in a relationship. When you said relief, I was like, that's the first thing I went to is my <laughs> house relationship. Yeah. So it off. It's true. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Um, well, do we want to touch on anything else with what's going on now or should we move back into the mediumship stuff? Let's let Erica feel it out. What do, do you think sense that our listeners need to hear in this moment? Um, well, I'm so happy we got the messages about what to do right now. Cause yeah. that is, you know, I think also what's so, what's so hard is like, you know, there is that uncertainty and it's, it's, you know, really just something we've never seen in our lifetime. And I would True. just implore you to use this time as best as you can so that when things go back to normal and I promise you they will, I can tell you that as a medium, yeah, all will be restored. Divine order will be restored, you know? Um, and when you go back, you don't want to go back just totally tapped and miserable and, you know, so work, work your tools and, and, you know, maybe write uh, some to, really cool to-do list things you haven't been able to get to. Stick to a schedule. Yeah, all will be well. And you know, know that also. What's amazing is like the doctors, the nurses, the healthcare workers—they are our front lines right now. So yeah. I just want to give a shout out to them. If you're a nurse, if you're a doctor, healthcare worker, PA, whatever you may be, um, you're awesome, and you're our heroes. It's like we are all told to shut in. They are running towards sick people. Yes. So, God bless you. God bless you. And thank you. And I am just going to take this minute to anyone listening that's a healthcare worker. I am just sending you the most positive, amazing, incredible, loving, healing, amazing vibes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So I just yes. that. We all so, are big, big vibes to you. I think we should dedicate this show to them. This show is dedicated to the medical workers and all of them running into danger because gosh, we need you. Kelsey, how are we doing on time? Because I have a few more juicy questions. One or two. Dive into one more question, and then we'll save the other one for our Patreon. Head on over to Patreon. Go to patreon.com forward slash high vibe. So 
Okay. I figured out. Okay. I know which one I'm going to ask. So what are your guides like the ones you work with and how can we better connect with our own guides? Uh, my personal guides. Yeah. I want to hear what they're like. Yes, Um, I do. uh, Let me see what I can tell you about them that I want to share. Um, they're amazing. They're high vibrational light beings. They've taken on a very special role because I, I, I keep them really busy. Mm-hmm. Um, I love them. I have guides that I work with that help ground me. And then um, I have guides that I use for different things. So I have a guide that focuses on medical um, screening with me. I have different guides that I use for different things. What I, does that mean, medical screening? So they check in with I you do, if you're uh, well? No, no, no. I do body scanning on other people. Oh. <laughs> And um, so you have a Dr. Spirit guide. That's really cool. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, basically (laughs) um, not just not for me, but for others. So I'll do a body scan and they basically will, it'll like an area of the body will light up. Wow. If there's something I need to see, I'm not a medical intuitive. And I always tell people go see a doctor. I have to Mm -hmm. say that. Mm -hmm. Um, But, but yeah, things will start pinging or they'll show me a heart or they'll show me uh, an area of someone's back or they'll show me them eating a certain food that they shouldn't be eating that's mm. really taking their body down. Wow. So I have guides, different guides that I work with for different things, but I have two main predominant guides that I really work with. And then I work with um, animal spirit guides as well. And in fact, my very, very, very first spirit guide that came to me was a bear. So I, that's my predominant, one of my main guides is actually a bear. Um, and I will tell people that I've also seen guides come through for others that are like a bubble, a ball of light, a mm. feather, Guides don't always take human forms, you guys. So, hundred percent. If every time you meditate, you see a rainbow, that's your guide. You know, it doesn't mm-hmm. mean an actual rainbow in the sky is your guide, but it means <laughs> your your connection with your guide is this symbol of a rainbow. For whatever reason, my guides are in human form, but that is not always the case. 100%. Um, and if you guys want to connect with your guides, again, first and foremost, take what I said earlier in this podcast and work your tools, find ways to quiet your mind. If your mind, you, your guides can't get to you if your mind is going crazy, right? So if your mind, the, the, the enemy between the ears, no, I'm just kidding. It's not our enemy, but <laughs> our minds, our minds can turn on us and totally. really chaos for us. So I, that's kind of a joke, but the idea is, um, get yourself to a quiet place, however you choose to do that. And, um, you, you know, I would say for people just starting to connect with their guides, I would work with a writing meditation, which is a great way to start light a candle, you know, take 10 deep breaths, get yourself into a calm, peaceful place. Um, take your pen and paper and, you know, you can say it out loud or quietly. Like I would love to connect with my highest and best vibrational spirit guides at this time through this ready meditation. I ask that anything that is not that just goes, you know, in ease and in peace. And then you can ask a question and then allow your hand to move, you know, and, and, and answer and the answer will come through. Um, that's a great way. I also love this book called Ask Your Guides by Sonia Choquette. Um, it has a lot of really cool exercises in there as well. It's not like a perfect book or anything. It's it's great. It's fun. But there's some really neat exercises on ways to connect with your guides. But I would say if you're just starting out, work with a writing meditation. You guys might really like that. Also, I want to mention too, thank you for saying that because those are really cool ways. Um, any kind of practice or technique that you're doing <clears throat> to connect with your guides, make sure you're not logicking it away. I see this all the time in hypnosis. We do spirit guide connection hypnosis and where they can nice. see, and you're absolutely right. It almost, it's, it's different every time. And it's something they think it might be when they go into that subconscious state, it's completely different. Like mine was 
a crystal apple blossom once. And that's I, awesome. and I felt completely connected to it. And if that's right. about, like, do you feel connected to it? Do you feel like it's all wise, all loving kind of thing? But try to allow whatever comes through and just see where it leads. As long as you're putting those, you know, intentions of like um, only the light, only the good stuff coming through, anything that isn't that be gone, you know, however you say it, but allow, just allow, don't judge it. Don't edit it. Don't try and like figure out a better thing. Trust yourself and your subconscious and your guides to bring you what exactly you need in that moment. Do your I best. Love that. Not That's perfect, awesome. but try. <laughs> love it. So yeah. Erica, where can you people guys still go? there? Oh yeah. I can hear you oh, and see I lost you. you guys. Uh Oh, I think our connection is probably bad. We're here, Erica. Don't leave. That's okay. Let's speak on her behalf here for a second. <laughs> so Lindsay, where can Erica, uh, where can people find out more about Erica? Where can they go to connect with her? I believe it's just ericagabriel.com. So it's E-R-I-K-A-G-A-B-R-I-E-L, Erica Gabriel with a K, uh, .com. And on Instagram, I know she's, was it spiritual medium, Erica? This is really bad. I have it. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, we're um, going to link to all this in the show notes too. So in the show yeah. notes, you can find out where to connect with Erica. Um, and also, if you guys want to connect with your guides, like get a reading from Erica. Um, get a get a reading with Lindsay. Not a reading, but do a session with Lindsay. Um, there's lots of ways that you can have support in connecting with your guides. You don't have to feel like you have to do it all on your own. Um, yeah, lots of people out there who are very skilled and attuned to this and they can help you. Definitely. And we are going to reconnect with Erica and get over to the Patreon because I have a, I have questions about things she's learned, her biggest takeaways um, from reading over 11 years and the things she's learned about life and the biggest pieces of advice she would give people. Um, and we're going to talk about really cool stories about working with the cops and solving crimes. Really cool. <laughs> um, probably ask her a couple more of my fun questions from the cup. Um, anything else, Kels? Yeah, just head over to the Patreon. If you want to hear the extended version of this episode, just go to patreon.com forward slash high vibe. Also, thanks so much in advance for sharing this episode with whoever you think it will resonate with, for sharing the show, for subscribing, wherever you're listening, make sure that you subscribe so you don't miss out on any great content. And we love you guys and have a great week. Thanks for listening. We hope you love this episode. If you love High Vibe in it, become a part of our Patreon family. You can support the show, see the extended version of this episode, get bonus content, and access exclusive discounts. Head over to patreon.com slash high vibe to join. We have tons of perks waiting there for you, and we're always hanging out in there, so we hope to see you inside. Please feel free to share the show and help us spread the high vibes far and wide. And of course, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss a thing. And if you feel inspired to leave a review, we always appreciate it. See you next week.